Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Broad Ideas. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Sounded like, sound like you're about to sing like a Halloween song. Uh, maybe I was. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. This is a Halloween. sign for ghosts. You say happy Halloween. Aww. I love that. Um, we have a special episode. A spooky episode. Very special spooky episode of Broad Ideas today. Patty Negri, who is a witch herself. Yeah. Medium. Joins us today. Yeah, a medium. Uh, and we're about to have her on. If you're ready. <laughs> Let's get our spook on. Sometimes when the world feels insane, you can take a little peek inside of Rachel's little brain. All these thoughts are swirling round and round inside to join us on this journey as we take a little ride. We'll talk about dogs and kids and things. We'll talk about chicks and tampon strings. We'll talk about boys that make you cry. We'll talk about death because people die. <laughs> okay, and we're recording. Okay, Patty, thank you so much for being here. Oh, coming. thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here and uh, <laughs> perfect season. Perfect yes. season. Yes. Not only that, but today's your birthday. Yes, it is. And it's Friday the 13th. Yes, it is. And how amazing is that? It's perfect. Every <laughs> seven years or so when it happens, I'm like, yay, best day of the year. <laughs> yeah. So I was raised, my mom, I was always raised that 13, like what a beautiful number and, you know, all the things we were talking briefly about yeah, this before, yeah. but what people say about it and how it's all a bunch of bullshit. It is. It, it really, it's just, it's powerful. It's, you take the energy. I honestly look at superstition and beliefs, almost every one of them, breaking a mirror, the number 13, black cats crossing your path, walking under a ladder. They're actually powerful, energetic things that you could make bad if you want to, but you could also make them really good. Mm. So it's just powerful. But like we said, people are afraid of power, so they make it bad. Yeah. Right. If that I ever had a true. tall building, there would definitely be a 13th floor. <laughs> oh. I hate that 12, 14. Yeah. It's like, really? Yeah. They don't. Oh my gosh, do they? that's true. I know. Yeah. They don't have a 13th floor. And that's- I mean, they do. They just don't number it. Yeah. But, but I know. But they, they don't number it as- there's oh, but there, it's there, but it's 14 floors. Still there has to be. Which a is ridiculous because it is the 13th floor. Yeah. It's just like, it's funny. Oh, and wow. rarely do you ever see a 13th floor. So, so would you deliberately walk under this ladder right now? No. <laughs> yes, if I crawl. Yeah, I could do it. You could do it. But there's all those things, you know, like everyone and the paranormal games and mm -hmm. all. How, are you a believer in those? I um, I have been doing that professionally since I was a kid. There's like three different shows that I'm. Always hunting ghosts with Zach Bagans and the guys, or my Ghostfinders team. Or yes, amazing. Oh, I love it. So and much. and <laughs> spirits have a lot to say. They really do. Yeah. Um. You know, on TV stuff, you always have to go to the insane asylum and the serial killer's house and the Cecil Hotel. But I like as equally well or better the happy ghost that you know mm. the, the yeah. people hanging in for the chandelier at the Hollywood Roosevelt, Marilyn walking around the pool. I it's would all, love a happy ghost, personally. Yeah, I, I'm a happy ghost person, you know? <laughs> but have you been to all those places, like serial killer houses, like all of that stuff? I Yes, <gasps> a lot. Oh, I've had, literally, I've had, I've had 
someone burst into flames during a seance? No. What? We're not going to burst into flames. No, I promise. I don't want to. No, I promise. I promise. It was, they were going for a dark thing. I was at Marilyn Manson's house right in my neighborhood, but I've had, um, at the Cecil Hotel, I think yeah. is the darkest place I've been. I've really? heard that. I've heard that that has the most it, energy. It really makes you just walking up to it. Anybody, you don't have to think you're a sensitive or intuitive. Just walking up to it, besides the fact that you're by Skid Row, it's just like I want to die. Oh, oh I want to kill myself. I'm hopeless. <gasps> it affects everybody, even wow. strong-minded people. What and do you think that is? I. There's something like kind of an egregore or something got created there. It was built to be this big, beautiful place, but the depression hit and it's been a place of sadness and disaster and failure since the day it was born almost a hundred years ago. So something got into it, lots and lots of drugs and alcohol, which will bring in the dark stuff. So therefore it brought in the serial killers like Richard Ramirez and more deaths in that place. I literally walked into a room. I had 700 to choose from. Um, Zach's like, they're all open. They're all, you pick the elevator. And I went to that elevator. I'm like, oh, that's that Alyssa Lamb elevator. Ah. I, I, I know. And I'm like, and I just no. pushed a button and I went up and I walked in this horrible little room and I'm <sighs> like, I got to get out of here. And I'm walking towards the window and Zach starts yelling at me. And in my, I'm in a trance state. I allow. And I'm like, why is he yelling at me? He doesn't yell at me. And I'm opening the window, literally saying, I got to get out of here. I got to oh, get out of here. No. And of the 700 rooms, I led them to a room. Somebody jumped out that exact window. No. And so he thought I was going to jump. I don't think I would have. But they had one of those SLS cameras and showed the spirit on top of my head. No. So, oh my God. Yeah. Said, so no, that place God. is just like hopeless. Oof, and that's sad. heavy. That's a lot. Yeah. Do you think that I wonder a lot with drugs and alcohol? Because um, I know a lot of people in my life have suffered from that. And there's been times where I'm like, is that an entity? Like, because something takes over and it is not of this world. And you're like, you can have all the education, you can have all the things. And sometimes I feel like it is that dark. Do you think it's a hundred percent, I think it's mm. that. Um, I mean, because mm. this actually is our realm of existence. I believe that we have power over it unless you have a severe mental imbalance or an addiction problem. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with drinking or there's no judgments there, but something dark gets in. We leave this control. Yeah, um, right. And so, and then it becomes, is it schizophrenia? Is it this? Is it that? It brings it all in. Yeah. Let's yes. bring it in. The first reaction to somebody, if, if spirits are everywhere and the veil is getting thinner and thinner mm-hmm. all the time now. Um, as we move into that age of Aquarius, they sang about in the 60s, it's not our parents, parents, you guys, grandparents, world of black and white, right and wrong. No, there is no solid ground. It's mm-hmm. this. And the veil's thinning. So more and more stuff is going to happen. But if something comes in, and it probably does all the time, especially with creative people, because mm-hmm. we have that right brain developed. Mm-hmm. Um, if it feels good, don't be afraid to talk to it or even neutral. If there's no fear. If it feels bad, just command it to leave. Yeah. That's it. In the name of whatever you believe in, in the name of God, in the name of your cat, in the name of your designer handbag, doesn't matter. <laughs> in when, the if you name say of with, Gucci. Yeah, in the name of <laughs> Gucci, you must leave. Um, it, it's, and then guess what? 99.9% of the time it does. But you have to say it with authority. And and no anger and no fear because a negative entity wants you to get angry or fearful, mm-hmm. but just be like, be that brave, be mom or be teacher, like, yeah. nope, and works. 
Right. Completely works. What about like, so, you know, and my mom, again, like being brought up, she's like nothing negative. Like when you're saying opening mm. up a portal and to hell or all these cursed yeah. things, like my mom has always taught me not to believe in that, yeah. like not to lean into the scary negative stuff. Yeah. Right. And you don't have to, because I, again, talking to spirits since I could talk four or five, I wow. knew the imaginary friends weren't imaginary. I did my first seance at seven or eight in my little suburban Long Beach home. Did I you? stuffed towels under the doors and, and I realized I didn't know dead people. And I called in every movie star I knew at the time and it filled with orbs and lights. We create the world we live in, which is why I do only positive magic. And if I do go to negative spirit stuff, because that's what the show is doing, yes. I have so protected. That's why I've studied this my whole life. Okay. I'm not going to step into that. But um, well, you live in the world you create. So why would you live in darkness right? and negative? Yeah. Why would you send out people curses? Because that comes back at you. It's mm. not good or bad. So we can't curse anybody here. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, we're not going to curse anybody. No. Today. You can, but I won't. No, I won't. But again, because... Yeah. Honestly, you could get everything you want with positive magic and positive manifestation. Right. Absolutely. We're all about it. We're yeah. all about that. It. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. And I'm, and and happy spirits have as much to say. Dark spirits have this stuff to say too. You just have yeah. to keep control. Right. Um, but you know, it's and it's true though, big in life, big in death. If mm -hmm. if you're Bob mm -hmm. the Quiet Banker, you're gonna be Bob the Quiet Ghost. If you're some old big movie star or mass murderer. That's who you're going to be in the spirit world. Yeah. Wow. That's so I cool. See, I find it comforting. Like even the dark is comforting mm -hmm. to me because I think, okay, well, if that exists and that's scary and all those things, then so does the light. Yeah. And so I find it very comforting. Even if people have had dark experiences, I go, okay, well, at least we know there's something. Yeah. Mm. And that is why I think that the Raisin Paranormal just keeps getting bigger and bigger. There's whole channels to it. I have a channel called Paraflix. It's all paranormal. It's like Netflix and why, well, Travel Channel is becoming Discovery. But mm -hmm. because I times are scary now. We know yeah. that. Times have always been scary. But now they're scary with 24-7 bombardment of Everything. media news. Yes. So traditionally, when times are scary, people would go back to their faith, go back to church, go back to temple. And people are. That's not keeping up for everybody, belief system. So that's why the expansion of alternative religions, new age, paganism, witchcraft is the fastest growing religion because people are scared. You need something. But there's a whole group of people out there who like, I don't want religion. I don't even want spirituality. I just want to know there's something more than I see on TV if we get blown up by whoever. They're becoming paranormal investigators. So let's go on a ghost hunt. Just what you yes. said. We want to know something's there. And so then they'll go out and then they'll say, oh my gosh, it's real. And then a lot of times they will backdoor into a belief system just to help them navigate yeah. it. Because I do all those like paracons and conventions and where they used to be the ghost hunters and ghost hunters. Now there's crystal stores and all these spirituality and teams are bringing mediums and psychics and witches and priests and everything with them now. Wow. I love it's it. It's cool. I love it. So what do you have here today? What what are we up well, to? Well, what I brought, since the veil is so thin in mm -hmm. October, because yeah. Halloween, what we know as Halloween, mm -hmm. is really Samhain, which is the pagan holiday of Samhain, when the veil of all the year, the veil is thinnest of the year, which is why the Halloween tradition came on of dressing up and putting what, lanterns in front of your house to scare away the bad spirits and scare 
and things and giving presents. But really in the, in the pagan belief system, it's to celebrate the ancestors because it is then. So it's the time to put out pictures of grandma and grandpa and light a candle and tell stories and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's about. But the veil is thin. So I thought if you guys, we could do a light little listing, lifting of the veil and yeah. see if you want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Let's we love it. lifting okay. a veil. We're not going to call anything dark or negative. I'm going to call in elementally. So I don't, the way I work, air, fire, water, earth as pagans do or Native Americans or any shamanic people. So it won't conflict with anybody's belief system. You mm -hmm. call in whatever deities, angels, Christ light, whatever you work with. Um, so we're only going to invite in good and light and you guys could see who you want to talk to and we'll see who comes. Okay. Um, I, I, this is my funny box. I, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like a ghost to talk, like an ovulus and it might sometimes names names and is the most accurate. It'll, it'll say, Rachel answer the phone and the phone will ring. Sometimes right. it'll say Elvis is here and he's not. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of hit or miss, pick up radio waves. Um, my great thing that I use, again, not that we need it, is dowsing rods because they've been around forever. Water witches, um, contractors use them to find water lines. You could find them in, in, in the desert to find water. But for divination, they literally, they cross on yes and not on no. They will point to spirits. Um, you have a spirit right there. I just saw you do that. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So again, I'll show you how this works before we even open. Oh, wait, here, I'll just turn in on a little bit of color. Oops. Hit the microphone. Okay. Stop it. I can't control them at all. I cross. Don't cross. I can't. And I could hand them to any of you and work the same. I know there's a lot of energy in here. Okay. Um, we are in Paris, France. We are in the greater Los Angeles, Pasadena area. Yes, we are. There is uh, four living humans in this room. Yes, there is. Um, there is a live giraffe in this room. No, there's not. Is there another spirit here? Yes, there is. Where are you, spirit? Ah! <laughs> yeah, right over there. Okay. Right over there. Okay. So, hello, spirit. Yeah. You're kind of going back and forth between here and there. So, again, in lifting the veil, what we do is that well, you guys, again, because you're creatives, you're going to have a really good intuition naturally, and it's developed anyways. But again, we're only going to call, so looking, even though we won't see shadows and orbs, yeah. you'll get the goosebumps, you'll get the heaviness and the lightness, and feel a touch if you're comfortable with that mm -hmm. right within their realm. So let's do it. Let's, let's do it. it. Okay. I'm going to set this down for a second. Okay. <laughs> I can't. So here we go. Light and dark are turning, luck be in the burning. Light and dark are turning, luck be in the burning. Black spirits and white, red spirits and gray. Mingle, mingle, mingle who may. Thought it out, out, around and about. A world within and a world without. The good come in and the ill stay out. Everybody take a deep breath in. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Exhale. <sighs> Hold it out. Feel the empty. Good. Another deep breath in. Hold it. And exhale. Hold it out. Keep slow, easy breathing on your own. As we get started, I want to call in the east winds, the beautiful winds of the east, to bring in clarity and focus and to blow out anything negative or any blocks in us communicating with the spirit world. Blow out any, neg any negative spirits or entities that want to communicate. Spirits with the east, be with us now. 
You might feel that wide around this whole crown of illumination around your head. Let's call in the South, fire, passion, creativity, love, sex, God, ah. everything that wakes us up in the morning, calling in that beautiful fire element to burn away any blocks and anything negative and to mold and shape it into that of a heart where we communicate with our loved ones on the other side. Spirits of the South, be with us now. You might feel that in your heart or in the base of your spine, that kundalini energy coming up. Call in the West, sweet waters of the West, water, emotion. 60% of our body is water, 70% of our planet. May those waters flow gentle like a tear down the cheek to the Mm -hmm. ocean, which is life itself. And also with the West, with the waters, may the mists of the ancestors rise within each of us. And we connect within our blood. Spirits of the West, be with us now. And lastly, I want to call the North, Mother Earth herself. This beautiful planet of which we live gives us gravity, holds us down, yet gives us the strength to reach for the heavens and the stars. Keep us safe like a womb, safe like a home. Spirits of the North, be with us now. And feel like it's a net ready to rise around us like the soft curtain as we're getting ready to slowly raise the veil. There is a place where we all go where ne'er the frost or cold winds blow, and our friends remembered reunite, and those who hate forget their spite. We gather around these gentle beings. We call you now to bless our meeting. And for the living, these spirits do thrive. And now, for the living, may the dead come alive. With the ringing of this bell, we lift the veil twixt heaven and hell to call the spirits to us now as we make this sacred vow. We are between the worlds. Okay, what I usually like to do is introduce ourselves just like you would on a ghost hunt and invite the spirits in. And if there's somebody you'd like to specifically say this, like, hi, my name is Patty and welcome spirits, all good and light, we want to communicate. And say your name, and if you want to invite somebody specific that you knew on the other side. Um, my name is Rachel, and I'm open to whoever wants to come in. And I'm fortunate enough to not have many family members on the other side, but open to all. Okay, thank you. I'm Rob. I'm, I'm open to all as well. Okay, thanks. I'm Olivia, and I'm open to all. I would love my dad, though. Okay. Yeah. Let's start there. What is your dad's name? Michael. Michael. In love and light, we do call in the spirit, Olivia, Olivia's father, Michael. Did he have something with uh, some head thing? Um, pressure? Did Don't remember headaches? Because I was getting that before we called him. So that, okay, that's a woman and somebody you knew, I think. So we'll go on to Michael. I just wanted to. Hmm. A woman I knew? Yeah. With headache? But we'll go on to Michael, and then we'll come back to her. I don't know how well you knew her, but she's kind of hanging out right by you. Um, And (laughs) I think it was a teacher. Really? Yeah. It's from a long time ago. Wow. You probably don't even remember her or know she was dead. I'm I'm talking back to school days. Yeah. But you stood out in her mind. Wow. Yeah. Weird. She has brown hair, short brown hair. God, I hope that woman I'm thinking of isn't dead. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that would be terrible. Okay. Uh, well, she really liked you. We'll, we'll, we'll go back to that. Yeah. Because I just want, when I feel it's my memory, when, though, is also the okay. problem here. But I'm, ta- I'm talking, I'm literally talking like, like grade, grade school. school. Yeah. Short brown hair. Short brown hair. I she definitely had teacher. Yeah. I mean, like that. Yeah. So let's go back to your dad, Michael. So anyway, I just yeah. have to. I'm going to oh, start sometimes thinking they come about in all it. at once. So yeah. um, he is showing me. Um, aha, Olivia, do you get a tight feeling like right here sometimes? Not no pain, but like an awareness where you speak, like your vocal cords? I lose my voice when I eat gluten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that. Oh. Pay attention to that. Okay. Because he just showed me that. And and if you feel something like that, kind of an awareness, like where your vocal cords are, your teeth, your tongue, everywhere you talk from. Uh-huh. That is your dad um, just urging you to say what you really want to say. If that makes sense to you. Okay. It, it, that is your dad kind of urging you to say what he really wants to say. Spirits do that. They become our kind of guardian angels along the way and uh-huh. nudge and nudge. Um, he also, he's a little bit tactile, will play with your ear sometime if it feels like it's your hair or something like that. So it, um, it feels like, what's that? Um, have you felt anything like that? I have itchy ears all the time. Okay, that's your dad. <laughs> I have itchy ears all. That is your the dad. Time because don't I? Yeah, constant itchy constant. ears. That is your dad. So I guess he loves what you're doing, and again, you obviously speak, speak, and speak your truth. But that's him tickling away. He just did it to me. <laughs> uh, so you can tell him I'm here, Dad, so you can take away the tickle or the itch. So that's funny, but that's because this area through here are. Five senses are here, obviously, and our sixth sense. If you go your third eye here, mm-hmm. and then back here is he's doing it now, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he, he, yeah, and then the, the biggest portal on our body is right here, where our head and neck come together. That's why when you pray, you bow that open mm-hmm. up to God. But so this area, oh. they can touch more. Yeah, that's why we most people oh, don't I know never why knew we do that. that. Yeah, I thought it was just like a reverend. Yeah. So when you're like on, say, a paranormal investigation and you're going to the spooky places, you open this and close this. Ooh. That's why people go, I've got a monkey on my back. I got an entity, something attached on right there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So I will always like shut that down with my fingers, with magical oil, with anything and do mm. it. Um, your dad hangs out with you a lot. Mm. He, he will take form. But he also, he's a, he's a floater, if that makes sense. If you ever notice your eyes wandering up or, or kids or, or animals around that are looking up at nothing, that's at your dad. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, if just like, I'm sitting here because he likes kind of the bird's eye view of things. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Let's ask him if he wants to talk through the funny box. Want to try that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, I mean, I don't like to call it a funny box. Like a couple of years ago, it was... It just got a glitch. It's got a bug. Okay, this is this is for Michael to talk to. Either gender can come out. John. Is it John? John? Does he know a John? Do you know a John? Okay. My godfather was John. Okay, so is that what you wanted to say? Are you with John? John. Okay. I was gonna. I was gonna uh, ask for him. I was gonna ask for John or my dad. Okay, oh, so yeah. so is John is John is John here too with us, Michael? 
Chest. Chest? Does that mean something to you? Yeah. <gasps> okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. So he likes the box better than <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're really going to notice the talking thing, I think. Patricia. That's my mom. Okay. There you go. I have, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so he, yeah. yeah, he likes the box. So anything else <laughs> that you want to tell us, Michael? I didn't even get that. I didn't. I think Sometimes it's hard. It's hard for them. So, all right. Well, thank you. Uh, Wait. If you come up with anything specific, uh, yeah. So think about, yeah, whatever. So we got John and Patty and love and chest and I don't know what else. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Wow. You're welcome. Mm. Broad Ideas is supported by Blissy. Who knew that a better pillowcase is all you need for better sleep? Let's talk about staying cool throughout the night and waking up with hydrated skin and hair. It's time to upgrade your sleep with Blissey's award-winning 100% Mulberry Silk Pillowcases. The holidays are just around the corner, and if you're looking for the best gift you can give, look no further than a Blissey Silk Pillowcase. Silk is honestly the most luxurious gift to give your friends or family. These are the perfect gift for any occasion. Plus, it comes in gift-ready packaging they'll be sure to love. Give yourself the gift of Blissey today and you'll want one for every room of the house. I love Blissey so much, not only for keeping me cool in the night, but also making my hair easier to maintain. Yes, I do get frizzy. Yes, I do get knots. Blissey helps with both. Blissey silk pillowcases are the best silk pillowcases on the market. They have a ton of different prints and colors and they make great gifts because there's an option for literally anyone. Men love them too. They have over 1.5 million raving fans and you could be next. Try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissy.com slash Rachel and get an additional 30% off. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash Rachel and use code Rachel to get an additional 30% off. I know. You know who, one time we spoke with a medium and my grandfather came through. That's kind of like the only, I mean, my grandparents and my other grandma who passed away last year, I just have three grandparents that have passed away okay and i don't know if any of them want to come in but i guess we could ask i don't force anybody to, to yeah. come in um did you what's hanging beside you besides the teachery kind of person mm -hmm. is a mid-sized dog mm -hmm. did you have a yeah mid my like, first thurman was mid-sized wouldn't you say mm -hmm. or jasmine maybe i have yeah we could be one of them okay but a dog's here yeah okay it's this big it's more thurman right What's her name? Thurman. He was my first dog. Thurman. Again, <laughs> they don't speak English the same. They show pictures. But Thurman, is Thurman here? <laughs> yeah. Where is Thurman? Oops. Sorry, I hit the microphone. Oh. He's right there. Hello, guy. A animals are, come. they come, they just love us so much. Yeah. You notice them when you least expect it, like you're at your computer or you're watching TV or you're eating and something brushes by your leg um, or you just notice something from the your peripheral vision and things. So he is here. 
He actually, he likes to sit in the light where it comes in through a window. Mm. I don't know if he did that in life, but he does that now. Yeah. He does that now. Um, So, okay, what is your grandparents' name? So there's Al, Edith, or Mona. Okay. Those are such solid grandparent names. Solid (laughs) grandparent names. Al, Edith, or Mona. So in love and light, we do want to request in the spirits of Al, Edith, or Mona. I think it's Mona keeps doing this brush thing, like hair. I don't know what this is. Hmm. Do you remember her doing something like that? Or did she have something with her eye or forehead? Not that I can remember. Is it is that you, Mona? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Well, well. There's a big height difference in them. The grandparents? Yeah. 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 Because I'm not I'm not seeing who's with who, but I see that there's uh, a really yeah. big height difference. Yeah. Um Al's kind of funny. Yes. <laughs> Because he's going like this. Yeah. He's making a little, like, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. That would be, yeah. Uh, okay. Al. You always, you always come cracks jokes. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Like, what is up with that? I don't know. It's great, though. It's accurate, though. It is. He's a jokester. He's a jokester. Mm-hmm. He's really cute. He's a jokester. Still, I don't know what Mona. Hmm. Interesting. Did, did she used to tell you to get your hair out of your face or something like that? I feel like no. my other grandma did. Your other grandma did? I think maybe it's I my, could hear Maybe my I've mom. got the wrong one. I don't know. Yeah. But your hair's not in your face, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I could hear my grandmother. Yeah. Like, my that, posture, so, just like things like yeah, that, so, you know? So maybe it's her. Maybe. Maybe it's, it's her because it was just like, like move yeah, the hair. hair That's what face. it really felt like. My mom yeah. says that too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like her mom. It, it's a generational mm-hmm. thing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, Al... Do you have something of his in a box, a small box? I have I have his, a couple of his letters to my grandmother when he was in the war. They're in my little wooden drawer. Okay. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Aww. He loves that you have that. Aww. The memories. That's what he because he showed so me cute. like a box, but a wooden drawer, same yeah. as a box um, of his. And he's also showing me. Not, not that it's his, but something in a closet. Mm-hmm. It's in, it's in the bottom of a closet. Do you remember a memory attached to like playing in the closet or something in the bottom of the closet? Because this is a funny thing he's showing me. It's a funny thing. It's a funny thing. I'm, sh- I mean, I'm sure there's some. Uh, not that I can like pull out of my memory, but I feel like. There might have been something. <laughs> Did you go play in the closet? So you're showing me the floor of a closet. Yes, you are. Do you move things around in the closet sometimes, Al? He would always organize my mom's closets and drawers yeah. at her house, for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Always. So oh, maybe, he's, 
Maybe he's telling you you need more organized closets. I really do. That's true. That's true. I really do. I bet he wishes he could come here and organize. You want to organize? (laughs) Yes. I want to go right here. He would love that. Because it's the floor of the closet. That is his wheelhouse. That, that is, is amazing. <laughs> that is good. It's like the closets, the closets, the closets. What is it? It's not his stuff. No, oh it's the closets. It's your stuff. Yep. That makes oh sense. Oh my God, he's cute. Oh, he Pop, is so Pop. cute. He's the cutest. He is really My cute. family that you met, it's their yeah. grand, her grandfather. So we were just talking about how he's yeah. the best, funniest. He is good. Yeah. And something about shoes. Oh, I got a lot of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, does she have too many shoes? <laughs> okay. All, all right. All so right, long Papa. as they're organized, it's okay. I guess. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anything you want to specifically ask him or tell him, or do you want to try him on the box? Let's try him on the box. Okay. One little crystal ball. Why not? Just for Grandpa Al. <laughs> Does September mean anything? And and the grandmas can talk here too, but the, the gender of the voice doesn't matter. September. Is there a significant date, birthday? I have to ask if you want to hear September. Did one of them pass away in September? I'd have to. I have to ask. It's possible. Okay. Birthdays. I'm going through their birthdays. No. Mm -mm. Something. I don't Don't know. know. So, what else? No. No. Just no. Okay, pop up. So you've got it wrong about September, I guess. I don't know what that is. No. So, all right. What's a no? What's no? Or maybe no K-N-O-W, like no what's in September. Mm. I don't know. We can't. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> you have to decipher the spirit world sometimes. Yeah. September. You know. I have to ask. No? May. May. May? That's weird. This box doesn't usually do a bunch of months, months? like that. Uh, no, really. May because it, yeah, it's a, the programming it picks up. I don't know how it picks things up. May and September. May September. Did somebody have a May September? No. What? Oh, F. I found like us. 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 I wonder. So, is everybody there? All the grandparents? Al. Yeah. Who's talking? Who's t- so? Uh, Eda, Eda, what? Are you? Yeah. What? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What was it? Do you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, definitely. Okay. Oh. Steve. Steve? It's never said Steve before. It's never said Steve before. Do you know a Steve? No. Do you know a Steve? No. You? No. I have. Lie. Lie? Lie? You must know Steve. <laughs> you do know one Steve. <laughs> could, it could certainly be a living Steve. <laughs> Al, are you enjoying this? <laughs> Uh, and, and the grandmas, are you guys here too? Edith and Mona? Yeah. Baby? baby? Am I going to have a baby named Steve? <laughs> baby with Steve. Baby. He's pretty cute. Pop-Up's the cutest. He is really cute. I have to say. 
Okay, we have to ask one last question. Is Steve, who's Steve? Yeah, because if nobody Steve? knows Steve, because no. that was very strong. That was okay. very one strong. last question, because no one's talking to me. That's why. Who's Steve? What? I'm lonely. I'm lonely? Steve is lonely? Steve, are you just kind of hanging out here? Are you the spirit that's in the corner? Oh, oh where are you? Oh. Okay. I'm lonely. I'm, I'm lonely. I'm so lonely. Steve is the spirit. Steve is the here. spirit. And you're here, right? And you're lonely. Are you friendly? Are you friendly? Yeah, he's friendly. We, you could, we would feel a whole different. Trust that first intuition. Like, this yeah. feels fine. He likes to kind of hang by that tree right there. Do you have you have you visited this house before? Do you yeah. like the podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tells everybody about. It. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> did you live in the area or something like that, Steve? Huh. Did you live in this house? Yeah, did you live in this house? Hmm. No. But no. you live nearby. Huh. Did you been to this house before? Before were you a neighbor? Neighbor? Okay. Neighbor Steve. So you could, any neighbors who've been here a long time, you could ask them if they yeah. know Steve. Yeah. Because he's here. Because he's here. Yeah. He hangs out. You want to hang out? Yeah. And you're lonely. And, and this, this, house is full of, this house is full of activity and yeah. beautiful happiness and chaos and people. So he likes so to be around. He likes to be around. There's always people here. It's true. There's people here. It's a busy so. house. He's pretty cute. So, um, is he hot? No. <laughs> are, you, are you hot? <laughs> <laughs> he actually is. He, uh, he's how he's showing himself is kind of fifty fifties and good, really good looking, kind of like Hollywood good looking. I'm not sure because. Sometimes if some if somebody enjoyed getting old, they will show themselves as grandma or grandpa. Mm. Um, if they really kind of hated getting old, they're going to do their like 1950s in my heyday at, you know, yeah. 27 or whatever. He's showing himself in his 50s, good looking, uh, kind of salt and peppery hair. You lived here in the, in the area. Yeah. Really close, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you can, might even find out. Yeah. Know, Steve. I'm going to. Mm. So again, your house, your control. You could say, Steve, go home or Steve, hang out. But there's nothing (laughs) icky about him. Yeah, he's just. There's nothing icky about him. Okay. We're happy about that. Yeah. All right. Anybody? (laughs) Thanks, Steve. Steve. I have a question after Rob, though. Okay. Yeah. After Rob. Yeah. Grandpa is the talker. Al. means you've got to talk to someone on the other side. Yeah, come on, Rob. Who do you have, Rob? Uh, I've got my grandpa. Your grandpa? Yep. One that and what's his name? Harold. Harold? Okay. In love and light. We're going to call grandfather, uh, Rob's grandfather, Harold. <sighs> He's pointing out your hat. Was he, was he a fan? Not really. Yeah. I didn't get that. I didn't either. Sounds. Sounds. Sound, it could be sounds. Are, are you a, that's a baseball hat, right? Yeah. Are, are you, do you like his hat? 
June. June. June's my birthday. June's birthday, so you want to give him a new hat for his birthday? <laughs> <laughs> was he? Did he like um, the what's the other Chicago flag? The Cubs. Yeah. No, he was a Tennessee guy. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, so something special for Rob's birthday? <laughs> Linda. We don't know where all these funny names are coming from. Is Linda hanging out with Steve? <laughs> well, he's lonely, so he might. So, so is there a is there a Linda here? No. Grandpa's saying Linda. Name of my street. My sister's name is Melinda. Melinda. Oh, that's probably it. Scared. Scared. Did you? Scare is Melinda living yeah. or on the other side? Is Melinda scared? Is she going through something right now? She's about to have a baby. Oh, oh that's scary. There you go. That's it. Because <laughs> Linda, Melinda, again, they get spelling wrong. So you're talking about Melinda ready to have a baby. Yes. Huh. Yeah. It's a surrogate baby, too. That's okay. So. James. 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 James? Is she naming the baby James? I don't know. Oh, my God. Let's Let's that would be cool. That would, that would be, be cool. cool. Yeah. She's naming the baby. What? Because she's having a baby. For somebody. For somebody oh, else. Wow. She's carrying she's, someone. Carrying. she's the surrogate. That's so yeah. cool. That is so that cool. That is really sweet of her. So. I wonder wow. if she's so carrying she is it for a little James. nervous, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah that would be nervous. beside. 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 What? We don't beside. know what that is. Okay, one more choice until we we need complete answers. <laughs> that is weird. But Melinda, tell us she's gonna be okay. Yeah. And maybe. <laughs> Nothing else? Okay. Daddy? Patty? Patty? It sounded like Patty. Another Patty. It could have been Patty. Well, I'm Patty. Yeah. Yeah. Or it sounded like Daddy to me. Oh. But oh maybe it was. Maybe da- James is the Daddy. Oh, of know. the... You got to ask questions. Yeah. I need to know now, Rob. <laughs> find out. <laughs> yeah, find out. Find, find out. out. Let, let us all know. Um, 11. 11. What if the due date's the 18th or the 11th? Well, it's a C-section. So scheduled. You know apparently. what the, the date is? Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if you knew if it was the 18th the or the Is it? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> how spirits work, some... Some are very visual. Some are very, it's emotional. Some are very, it's like you're looking at a scrapbook and some it's like you you f- feel it in different and he's more showing me things. Like mm. your hat. Didn't like your hat. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like hats uh, inside actually. I, is that what it oh, was? Okay. Hello. Right. So that's it. You just don't like hats. Men don't wear hats. Old school men don't wear hats inside. Yeah. Oh wow. See? See? He's got Harold. Um, all right. Is there something you guys want to ask any of your loved ones anything about or wisdom or are they still here? Yeah, everybody's still here. I would say direction for both Rachel and I. Yeah, I know. Like, am I headed down the right path, (laughs) so to speak? Okay. All right. So all who are connected and here for the positive of Rachel, grandparents, mm. spirit guides, 
second grade teacher or whoever you are. Second uh, grade, that's so weird because that's yeah. what came into my head. But yeah. she had white hair at the time, so I don't know. What, but she might have, I don't know, liked herself younger. Remember, I even made a note hair. to say that, that yeah. they might have got, oh, but they. If, that's so it, weird because she's the teacher I remember the most. Yes. Yeah, so so out of the female ones. Yeah, that's what I, I just heard second. So maybe she at one time had brown hair. Maybe. And then. Yeah. So uh, anybody who cares about Rachel, um, do you, is she on the right path? Cross on yes. Yes. Hmm. Somebody's, I think it's one of your grandmas saying is you have to trust yourself more. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think it's your grandma just, I mean, that's pretty obvious broad thing, but, but it's a grandma saying just trust yourself more. Okay. Um, Appreciate that. And don't hold your breath. Not like literally don't hold your breath waiting for something, mm-hmm. but do you catch yourself holding your breath sometimes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. A lot as a kid too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, what that is, is because you've had a tiny little shield right here, mm-hmm. she's saying, um, and that holding your breath is is like basically, do you remember something when you were young, probably even younger than second grade that kind of set you back a little bit, upset you a little bit? I mean. Not tragic. Like, you weren't abducted by aliens or anything. No. Did you move or have change a family dynamics or uh, something? That was later. Uh, later? I mean, I had like traumatic, like, you know, dog bite, like things like that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, okay. How old were you in the, like a dog bite? Three. Three? Mm-hmm. Okay. So is it three-year-old Rachel that we're seeing that holds your breath? Three-year-old Rachel that holds your breath. Mm. So what I would suggest to you, Mm -hmm. this is my advice, not hers, because she said, don't hold your breath. And you've probably been doing it since you were three. Mm -hmm. It's a little shield. You put like Mm -hmm. a little, almost like a fear, but it's a dial down. Mm Because I always picture dial zero to 10, dial down. So get in a bathtub, throw in a little salt Mm -hmm. for cleansing, a little sugar for sweetness, a little milk for nurturing. It's an old-fashioned Southern white folk magic white bath. Light a candle, show you're doing something sacred, get naked. That's how you get in the bath. It, it's inner child work. And get in the bath just for a minute. Do just kind of what you did. Well, dog bite, whatever, little kid. But just for a minute, because that memory really doesn't matter. That memory is going to be colored by all your life experiences since then, mm-hmm. your education, your maturity. Then put beautiful three-year-old Rachel in the bathroom with you. And then don't remember anything. Just listen to her. Let her tell you her thoughts on things. Like it's this caution she pulls on. It's like this little self, illogical, self-imposed limitation, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then correct her. Let her know what a beautiful woman she grew up with, a successful, beautiful woman, family. She doesn't know any of that. Mm -hmm. And then you won't catch yourself holding your breath some more. And when you hold yourself your breath, that's when you get a little chatty brain Mm, because that's how it's connected. That's accurate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's from grandma. A little chatty brain. Chatty brain. Chatty brain. <laughs> Chatty brain. Over here. Again, because that's all connected to breath. That's all yeah. connected to breath. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, and that's why when you catch yourself, it's a little, it's just a little pullback. Mm-hmm. And she's got some, you're going to hear her say something. You're going to go, I didn't know I thought that, mm-hmm. but that doesn't even make sense, sort of. But that explains why maybe in second grade, blah, 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 when I was 18, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Last week when so-and-so happened, blah, blah, blah. It's that little three-year-old going, see, step back. Mm-hmm. Just a little step back. Mm-hmm. So you've got that. Okay. And breathe. So that's your big yeah. advice. Yeah. That's I'd accurate say. for and, me. And you want advice from anybody, grandpa? Dad, dad. grandpa, oh, dad. Anyone. 
Or if there's any other family members that are not Steve or any other family members that are present. Yeah. I would love guidance or direction, anything that wants to come forward. You are, and you feel it already, you're at a crossroads of really stepping into your power. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. And energetic, spiritual life, all of the above. It's like raising vibration of that. So again, don't, don't be afraid of making wrong decisions Mm -hmm. because number one, you're not going to, and number two, and more importantly, there aren't any Mm -hmm. because this new path is, is wider. You don't have to, you don't have to like be on the interstate going, you get to go windy here and there. You get to take the scenic route. Mm-hmm. Like if there's three doors ahead of you, you're standing in the hall hitting your butt more than that. Go in the desert, go in the beach. That's what I keep seeing for you. It's the time we're living is expansive and you are so stepping into your power. People are probably already noticing already, whether they know what it is or not. And you are too. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's your guides even more than just family members just saying, just again, that just do it kind of thing. Cause you know it. And Do you get in nature a lot or enough? You should. I would say recently more, but not enough. Because you have a, a lot of elemental energy. You are going to get fed by the sp- sitting under a tree with mm. your spine along the trunk. Mm. I like that. Find a big tree mm-hmm. that attracts you. You don't have to own it or anything. Walk around it three times clockwise and then just look up and sit there for a second. You'll get a message because you have very elemental guides. Mm, Cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, it's, it's healthy. It's in every which way healthy. So that's your big thing because you're stepping and you know that you're stepping into this next level thing that will help (laughs) feed you. That will help, that will help feed you. So I guess then that's your best wisdom. That's your best wisdom. And you're just not supposed to wear a hat indoors. Like <laughs> We're going to oh go dance God, with the trees. So and happy now. Yeah. You know? He is so happy now. Oh, oh my God. Oh, paying respect to Isn't that cute? That's so sweet. Don't you feel him? Don't you feel a little tingly right now? Thank you. This is oh, been... like, we have to close this up. Okay. Close oh, yeah. oh gosh. Okay, we do. You don't oh, want to leave this open. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can hang out with Pop all the time. Or Steve. <laughs> well, well, they could still stay, but we just I want mean, to close I don't know it a little. Steve needs to uh, Steve, no offense, but I don't I feel like Briar, I don't know how to just say stay outside. Steve can go. Steve can go. I also feel bad now. I don't feel it's okay. But your grandparents, nobody will like go. It's just we're closing the veil. So there's not an open door. So so, so again, let your eyes glaze over close. So think about your loved ones. Maybe they just, if you're comfortable, come right up to you. Maybe they have want to whisper something just to you that no one else hears. If you're comfortable with it, maybe they want to touch you. Somebody's touching somebody's shoulder or somebody's tickling someone's ear. They can do Mm -hmm. that. What we get out of it, we get some answer. We get some entertainment. I've gotten everything from iPhone codes to where the will's hidden. But what they get out of it is they're fine on the other side. Every dead person I talk to, but they don't have time and space. This is like, ooh, being alive. It's a titillation mm-hmm. of I have a real conversation back and forth with my my grandkids and my family. So 
it's a win-win situation and you could talk to them anytime you want, especially going into this, this season. So thank them and then see them stepping backwards into the darkness, into the shadow, going back, back. As we slowly close the veil between the worlds. There we go. Now everybody go like this. Ah, wake it up, wake it up, wake it up, wake it up. <laughs> and now you guys get mundane, talk about regular <laughs> things, silly things, stupid yeah, things. Never. All you, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And um, Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. So much. So cool. That was so cool. Yeah. So even just this little, you guys are all intuitive anyway, but even this little raising, you're going to be extra sensitive for a few days. Mm-hmm. All five, all six of your senses and probably have extra good, great, great dream life along the way. Oh, okay? amazing. I like that. So, Thank you guys. Thank you so much for being here. That was really cool. Thank you for bringing your book. You're welcome. And just coming here on your birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, best place to be. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Well, I'm in the middle. I'm trying. How long does that multitask day? Excuse me. Outside. Uh, It said it didn't need to be refrigerated. How long does that cheese stay good? So can you please tell everyone what the hell you're talking about? Rob, 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 Rob got me an amazing birthday gift because he pays attention and listens. Yeah. And he got me nacho cheese, the melty kind. The a weird a giant. Humongous bag. giant thing. A gargantuous thing of jalapenos. That's exciting. And the chips and the little cartons to eat them in. That's so cute. Just Rob like is junior the, high school. Rob is the most thoughtful gift giver. We it's have true. to just give credit where credit's due. I will say, yes, you listen. I have no memory because when Rob showed me what he was getting you, oh. I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, really? This, which was like four days after. Was, I still don't know. We talked about it. I don't remember That's what we talked Deanna about. That's how and I made up when we like got in a fight and weren't talking. She sent that to my house. Yes. I was there. You were, yeah, you were here. You were here. It was recorded. It's really bad, the brain. <laughs> but Rob is such a thoughtful gift giver. Very. What did you get me? Oh, sidecar encouraged bagels. Yeah. That was very thoughtful. He listens to our He listens our to our complaining our that he doesn't bring us courage bagels anymore. <laughs> I think you complained birthday. about that after I had brought you it for your birthday, too. Well, just because it was my birthday. You used to right, just bring them. That doesn't count. You know how badly I crave that yeah, let's almond do butter and jam bagel situation? It's almond butter, right? Well, I really want you to come there. I'm, let's go. Because Ariel wants to meet you. <laughs> I, just, I was very excited. That is so eager. <laughs> I want that bagel. Ariel wants to meet you. So I, I want to meet her. I feeling bad uh, bringing them and, and uh, okay. ridding her of the opportunity to We can go to next meet Rachel. week. All right, let's go. Um, do we want to talk about... Halloween. Ex- yeah, Halloween, what we experienced. Hmm. Are we ready to talk about what we experienced? I mean, I will say. <laughs> what will you say? The next day after, all of a sudden a picture on my phone popped up and it was of Pop-Pop and I. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, if you, did Olivia, you- I was at her house and I looked up, I said, Olivia. That picture's crooked. And she was like circling a tree at that point? She did then make me go outside <laughs> and, and circle a tree and film it. I did do that. And we sent it to you. Yeah. Yep. And it made you very happy. Yep. Did you laugh? 
I did. Well, I was dealing with a uh, helicopter circling. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was right after Rob sent us a helicopter circling saying, drop your weapons. Yeah, we have dr- you surrounded. We surrounded. We were like, what's happening? Oh, my God. Did you find out what happened? I took the dog for a walk, which I never take the dog for a walk. You know what? If you want a dog on your side in the face of danger, it's Huxley. Huxley. Yeah. Little one. So I walked over there and there were eight or nine cop cars, cops with like Oof. big guns. Whoa. Um, there was like someone in the backyard that apparently wasn't trying to harm anyone, but had a weapon. That's and, scary. Uh, That's scary. Don't it's not comforting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a lot of unhoused people lately mm. around oh, really? our neighborhood. Okay. So I think that's what it was. Someone had gotten into someone's backyard and... Oh, scary. It is imagine scary. you go back there. Mm-mm. Nope. And it was like a block and a half from our house. Yeah, we saw, you sent like the video. Like the helicopter was like... From, that's so scary. Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night after Patty was with us and I got... At 3, 3 a.m.? After who? Patty, After Patty was here oh, with us. Oh, they said Patty. No, that's my sister. Huh. Uh, and I, I know. Okay. And I woke up and I thought, is Steve here? Because like I got a little scared. Yeah. Well, you got scared of Steve? Well, I know Steve's friendly, but and you know when you wake up in the middle of the night, like you're not that rational. Like just things are heightened and everything's scarier and the worst thoughts come, well, at least for me. And I remember saying like, if we do a seance or anything in my house... I know it's going to scare me because then I'm going to know what's here. Even though Steve is a very friendly, lonely ghost spirit, I still just got a little spooked. Well, tell, did you tell Rob about the window breaking too? You're saying that Steve broke my window? No, Briar broke your window, but then what you heard over the... Oh! Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's like, Steve did it? <laughs> I can't, I'm like, I'm going to show Briar she... cartwheeled into the window. She's totally mm-hmm. fine. Not even a, anything on her. Not a scratch. Just to put that out there. But she did cartwheel into the window and it's broken right now. Shattered. Um, But, and my friend was here too, who wasn't a part of the seance or anything. And we were standing there looking at the broken window. And all of a sudden we heard, like it sounded like dogs, dogs, paws and they're like nails walking across the wood floor and we both looked at each other I'm like did you hear that she's like did you hear that and it sounded like a dog but my dog wasn't here nothing was here and I was like oh my god Thurman Steve no, no Thurman. it's Thurman because remember, remember Thurman she said the was dog? here in the room with us yeah I remember she said that we heard Steve's my friend, here Steve likes this I tree. just got the chills Steve's here he is yeah He's okay. tickling your ears. <laughs> Wait, Steve, Steve I'm not scared it. of you, and I know you like to hang out because there's people here. I get it. And even when even when we said, like, leave, I felt bad after because he's lonely, mm. you know. You might have made him mad. In the after. Rob? <laughs> I'm itching yeah, I mean, all he over might, the place. Like, Rob, I get scared like, really easily. I'm not leaving. Now you're. Rob! Well, you can command him. You can command him to you leave. You can command him, but there no, can't be any I'm fear. I'm going to feel bad. Will you stop it? We're never doing a seance at my house ever again. We're only in Rob's basement. I command you to leave, Steve. Steve, it's okay. Did you feel that? Steve, hang out. I did feel that. Yeah, that was just He's going to come to your house. Well, There's Steve, always things going on at Rob's, Steve. Steve can stay. Steve, will just you watch, stop it? Just watch over Rachel while Rob. she's sleeping. Rob. Protect her. I command you to leave, Steve. Damn, he felt that. How did they make them leave in the movie Ghost? 
Wasn't there like a trick? Didn't they fuck him? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. What? Didn't she make love to a ghost? Yeah. That's Who? like the whole thing. Demi Moore. And Patrick Swayze. What? Uh, she did? Yeah, they have it's the been whole a long like time since they have the whole this. making the of the clay and the yeah. pottery. Of the pottery? And He's wasn't not it alive actually for the like, pottery scene? Didn't she like hook up I with Whoopi or something? Yeah, it's been a while for me too. But yeah. I have to rewatch. But isn't there a way to get ghosts to leave? Yeah, you command them to leave. Yeah, so Patty said you can't have any fear or anger though when you say it. It's just straight up like she you do a boundary. Up, no fear, no anger with the kid. Oh. But I think it really only works if Rachel does it. Okay, go ahead, Rachel. Because it's her house. Try. You can't be That's afraid. not true. She can do it for me because she no. practically lives here. I, I think, think so. you should try. But I do feel bad. Yeah, I know. Steve, you, you but can this stay. is this is good for you. This is the thing. This yes, is the people pleasing and boundaries. Set some boundaries with your ghost. I feel bad about lonely Steve. No, this is actually really good. I feel Whose bad comfort about are you putting first? Steve's. I, I think <laughs> you can't I do that. But if just, you don't I, say it the right way, it's going to just anger him and he's going to be. Rob, he's, you need but, to he's stop fluffing it. your head with the garbage. You just step into your authority. Steve, I command you to leave. That was it. It rhymed. I know. I felt that too when I said stop it. Stop rhyming. I mean it. Okay. <laughs> I don't want you to feel bad because the truth of the matter is... I don't. Is, it's not, okay, you know... It, 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 the truth of the matter is there's no Steve and Steve's not in the house. Hey, Rob, so. I, I do believe in all that stuff. So I definitely think Steve was hanging out, but it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. I think it was weird because I was contemplating either calling forward John, my godfather, or my dad. Mm -hmm. And I was like, John or my dad? John or my dad? And I thought, I'll go with John since we already did my dad with Jonathan. Yeah, John's a very uncommon name. It's not about it being uncommon. Such it's a skeptic. Then it, it, he, there's a million names it could have been, but it was John. Yeah, but there's like... And then chest. And then chest. Okay. I think I heard chess. Rob, you didn't think it was weird that Grandpa Harold was really mad about your hat when he did not like people wearing hats indoors. Yeah, is that he true? Said, he said hat, though. There was just like random words. <laughs> like, yeah, there was. there's ways to connect anything. They could have said, he could have said candy. And I've been like, oh, yeah, my grandma used to make this caramel candy thing. Did she? Yeah. See, but, but that would have connected to something real for you. I want to know about the like caramel a, candy. Me too. It's caramelizing that you like eat with a spoon. It's really good. She was just cut like brown sugar and butter. And I've like tried to make it. She sent me the recipe before she died. And one of the things. What is it? Just boiling butter and brown and sugar? It, one of the steps is just beat the hell out of it. Oh. For like hours. With an electric be beater? No. Oh. No. Okay. Okay. You need right. like a candy thermometer too. You need That's to keep it at lot. like a, That's a lot certain of temperature. We do candied yams in my family and it's kind of similar because it's like brown sugar and butter and you have to like baste it all the time until it caramelizes for hours and hours. It's probably similar to that. Although they used to use caro syrup, which is frowned upon now. It tastes a lot like the uh, milk bar pie, mm. ah. but like a little different consistency. We did send you that for your birthday, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we did. Rob loves it. I do have a question. Yes. Do you believe? Do you believe in, in life after love? Oh, I was going to go a different way. <laughs> okay. Do you believe that the veil is thinner between this side and the other side? On Halloween. Like on Halloween. around Halloween. I do. Um, it came from something. Okay. 
I don't. So you do believe? I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think about it. So do you Shocking. believe there's anything on the other side of this reality that we experience? I hope. I don't know one way or the other. So do you buy into that belief at all that the veil's thinner? If someone says it, sure. I I can believe it, but I'm I'm not actively ever thinking about it. You're not doing ritual? Right. Do you have any Halloween rituals that you guys do with your family? Trick or treat? Trick or treat. I mean, we do, we go to Dax's for their hayride around the neighborhood. Calvin loves that. So bougie. (laughs) Casual. (laughs) Uh, so bougie. You know, my mom's all into like all Hallowsy yeah. and like the whole story, you know, she gets into it. But you know what I will say that I learned through having a kid that doesn't speak during Halloween? What? That if you're passing out candy. Don't make them say trick or treat. Don't make them say trick or treat. How many times? Do those- Every fucking time. Really? Every time. Say trick or treat, trick or treat. And he won't say it. And it's like, it gets to be a little bit uncomfortable. Do you do say you something? F- yeah, do you step in every I time? am trying really hard to not continue to say things because I think I over-explain Shepard a lot. Mm-hmm. And even at the grocery store, I'll be like, he has hearing loss. And like, I don't let people just experience him the way he's meant to be experienced. Right. So I'm trying not to do that. But I will say there's a thing at Halloween where they want you to say it and they don't want to give you the candy until you say it. And I think that that is something people are not aware could be affecting different children. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's, yeah. I couldn't imagine telling a kid to say trick or treat. They do. They, they say trick or treat. Hmm. Do you go in your neighborhood? We went before when we, because yeah, yeah. we haven't lived here, but when we did before we lived in, Candy Cane Lane. Right. Yeah. So it's incredible for yeah. Halloween. Yeah. It's awesome. Right. But. So do you not go trick-or-treating? You're just on a hayride? No, we trick-or-treat oh. around that neighborhood. Ah. Uh, that would be so depressing to not yeah. go trick-or-treating. Yeah, I know. I agree. Growing up, Bob Hope would hand out candy at Bob his Bob house Hope. in Toluca Lake. He would like, but proper like caramel apples. <laughs> Young folks might not even know who Bob Hope is. But. No. Caramel apples, like full, you know, the whole deal. Do you guys get scared? Of what? Scared? No. Of costumes? <laughs> Dude, I hope you do. <laughs> no, of the candy. Oh, oh, no, that's not a thing. That's happened like once. That's not like a, a razor blade no, and yeah, a candy bar. Dude, they just they just confiscated of course pounds and pounds and pounds of Skittles, sweet tarts, all of these things laced with fentanyl. What? Yes, it is a thing. Who? From where? Los Angeles. What do you mean? That's like packaged what I mean. in packages, yes, sealed. These people hide their drugs, shipping and. Carrying drugs. Why do you hide tell me these things? No, because we need to know. No, I don't that's like not, knowing but that's this not stuff. like in the stores and accidentally. You're talking about people smuggling drugs yes. through that. Like Correct. those drug dealers aren't going to accidentally give it to someone to pass out on Halloween. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. That's you shouldn't be afraid of that. That's what I'm afraid of. You should not be afraid of is that. that they accidentally pass it out. The drug dealer accidentally passes out $400 of fentanyl to a kid. 
he, he cares too much about those drugs to accidentally give them to Elliot. I've considered because Elliot has allergies. So I already have to like. But also, but it's not I've a Skittle like dipped in fentanyl. He's going to open that and be like, oh, there's no, fentanyl they look or like cocaine. Skittles. They look like Skittles. Guys, no, I, that this was an is article like years ago. I remember this that article. This happened this week. I know. I remember seeing that this article week. like a year or two ago. It's because like it a scare. Happened. It's like a scare tactic. No, you guys, this was on the news. But what I'm saying is this: I've considered buying the candy myself and replacing his candy. And I'm letting you. Know, I don't think you need to be worried about that. Okay. I'm purposely not paying attention because it's just going to put fear in me and I don't need that in my brain. All right, let's cleanse it. Please. Let's sage it. Steve. Well, well, I have a question. What? So do you think we should know these things that we, that people are afraid of and then choose to not be afraid of it? Or would you rather just not know it all? No, I would rather not know. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think that, I think... you should be more afraid of like driving your kid to school because there's a higher risk of something happening. That's a fair point. During that, than there is getting fentanyl laced candy on Halloween. I agree. I yeah. think. I think. So you don't check pla- your kid's I think candy. Well, how are you going to check no. it? How are you going to know if it's fentanyl in the candy? Well, making sure everything's sealed and that there's nothing open. Well, if there's any open candy, because what we do is we always sort our candy. You know, when you well, get home, and that's you what I mean. It. So you do check the candy. The well, drug dealers are it, resealing the candy not, too. I'm not doing it to check the candy. We're organizing because I like my brain. My Virgo brain likes to organize candy. But if anything's open, obviously we throw it out. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm not like opening. How would you even know? She's licking every piece of candy. I'm like, let's see if I, yeah. I'm snorting it. I'm like, sweet tarts. Yeah, I don't think it's helpful to be afraid of that. Like, it's out of your control. I'm not walking around in fear about this, guys. You seem pretty. No, but I'm aware of it. And so it does bring pause. To them just freely eating the candy. Yeah, but you just said you were going to not let them get candy and bring them their own. I said I've considered Considered. it. I think that's being too afraid about it. But he also has allergies. So I'm like, I could get him his own special candy and make him feel good about it. How many kids on Halloween have died from fentanyl and candy? I don't know. Let's look it up. I was going to say, she's going to want to look it up and yeah. then know the statistics. And it's going to be I like just think three out of... fear-based as it is. And if you keep adding all this fear, it's just too much overload. Yeah. But what do you do when you cautious. watch... Like to, if you watch the news don't or if you the see news. Some, but I, but don't I have to know no. what's going on. No. I hate that like on yeah, Instagram, news. any news is like negative, you know, like the most obscure deaths you, that happen like a kid, an accident, whatever. Yeah. It's all constantly feeding your brain. All of this, you know. And I don't do it on Instagram. Well, what are, you, are you watching? Like Fox? What are you watching? I'm watching CNN. Yeah, I would just not watch the news if you're if you're going to get sucked in and be afraid of everything. You guys, I'm functioning. I'm fine. I just might be a little bit more cautious. I'm not like She's walking most, around and. Can fear. I just tell Rob? Let me tell you something. Okay, Olivia is very fear based, and you what? Know, how so? Well, let me tell my story. <laughs> okay. Like she definitely leans into the fear at times. She yeah, also yeah. doesn't, but know, like, you know. She's pitched us a couple conspiracy theories. So. Yes. Okay. Right. We were at a dude ranch. Okay. 
And like, it's just like, tip, like it's just Olivia gets on her horse <laughs> with her helmet. Safe, of course. Nobody else is wearing a helmet. I mean, you should wear a helmet on a horse. I did. For sure. Emily did. Emily did. Yeah. But Olivia's horse. You just see her fear. Like, oh, like, whoa, what's the horse doing? Like, well, he was sketchy, dude. He was going out of the line. Like everyone else's was like, and mine was like. You could feel your fear. You could feel her fear. You guys. Absolutely. What was yours? Tron? Troy? What was it? Zorro. Zorro. I want to argue that because I'm not fear-based. Okay, sorry. I didn't say that That's right. That's not right. Well, just how should fearful. I put it? Uh, aware. <laughs> She's overly cautious. I'm I'm cautious. No, but you're not comfortably cautious. You're overly cautious. You're like neurotically fearful. You're <laughs> wrong. That that. You're wrong. Good. Here's the thing, guys. I like information. And yeah. I like to know what's going on in the world. I like to know different things. I like to know what will happen but, if you do certain things. But you know, the way like certain information is presented is not, it's not valuable to take it in like that. I'm not, you guys, I'm not like crying on the street being like, don't know, give your but, kids candy. But you're I'm also, just saying I might check it or I might replace some of it. Right. But you're but also like, not going know to. know what to replace? That's my point though. It's like, great. How do you know what to replace? Well, if anything's opened, I do check their candy. I check their candy. That it's not open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you're not like opening the bag and do, you have some special tool to see if there's... She's got strip tests that she's... No. I, I'm just trying to figure out yeah. how you're going about it, I guess is my point. I just make sure that nothing's been opened. Yeah. Do you That's... check for like needle marks? I used to check for like feel... Needle marks? Yeah. yeah, I used to that's feel... That's the other, like, uh, that's urban legend. That's what I was legend. taught as a See, kid. Le- I know, it's, but it's not it's not happening. I understand, but I was yeah. taught that as a kid no, to check for needles in your candy. This is stressing me out. And razor blades, like... See, here's the difference, so. Yeah. <laughs> this is the difference. <laughs> She'd rather not know anything <laughs> and just go blindly, whereas I like to know too much. Right. That's fair. I don't think that's serving you... <laughs> And I don't think that's serving her. Somewhere either. in the middle. Somewhere in the yeah. middle. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I, I think it. just some of the stuff you see and read maybe needs to be reframed a little bit. Because, like, if you're watching the news, they're trying to get people to watch. They're, I like, understand. They're intentionally trying to scare you, get you to. I get it. Con- and I have to reject so much of it because I live with people and have people in my family and all of that who go so deep into it that I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, I don't need to spend my days focused on that. Like I can take my kids to school, all of that. But I definitely tend to take it in as far as like, do I feel all the way comfortable taking my kids to school? No. Like there's places where I go where I don't feel necessarily comfortable in big crowds and stuff like that. Well, and do you think 9-11 was an inside job? Stop it. I'm not a conspiracy <laughs> theory person. I'm Illuminati, you know. Okay. Thanks for listening. So See you guys next time. I think, we need to clear, I think we need to clear that energy of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I've got some Halloween 
relationship advice questions. Okay, great. Okay. Halloween specific? This should be good. Um, me, 30-year-old female, and my boyfriend, 37 male, want a baby, but he won't compromise on Halloween. What does that what? mean? This is a question to parents with young kids. Uh, we've been together for three years and are at the point where we are starting to think about having a baby. However, there's one issue that keeps coming into my mind and I'd love to get some advice on. He is completely against Halloween and has said he won't want children to celebrate it. It's not a religious thing. It's more of a cultural thing. His parents are Jamaican and his mother didn't let him celebrate it when he was mm. younger. He says we shouldn't be celebrating death and devils. He says it's the only thing he isn't willing to compromise on. The problem is I'm a huge fan of Halloween and always have been. Hmm. If we do have children as a parent, do you think not allowing your child to celebrate Halloween would have a, detriment, a detrimental impact on the child? Hmm. It's really difficult because I feel like it's a minor thing now, but something is telling me that it's important to really think about it. Well, everything's important to think about before you venture on down parenthood. the road. Parenthood. With a kids. partner. I mean... I'm of two minds. One, it's ho- like, you know, if there's one compromise and everything else is great, maybe she can meet him in the middle. But I also understand like loving Halloween. And for me, it's like if you have a kid, you can separate from like any maybe religious outlet or whatever it is and just be like your kid gets to dress up. You go trick or treating for candy and it's not. Yeah, don't dress up as a skeleton or devil and dress no, up I'm as a it's just not affili- Pokemon. And I wonder if people, once they have kids, might be more understanding, like, oh, well, it's not this thing. I see that the friends are doing it and they really want to participate. I don't know. What do well, you think? I think the tricky thing is that it's a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah that's hard. Husband. Yeah, he's not going to budge probably. Where I, I will say when you have kids, though, like having kids, even with like Christmas, mm-hmm. I was kind of in the mindset of like lying to them about this seems weird and... About Santa, you mean? Yeah, and maybe not playing along to that. But then when you see how much happiness it brings a kid to believe in that stuff, Mm -hmm. it's hard to just squash it. Right. Yeah, but it's also, to me, it comes down to the belief system. And if this person's belief system is that it's wrong, even if a kid would extract joy from it. Like, for instance, I have a hard line on gun games. Like, I'm not down with the video games that, are shooting, shooting, period. Like a lot of people would probably argue that it's good fun and the kids love it. And, uh, you know, the majority of kids that my sons are going to go to school with are going to be allowed to play it. I have a hard line because it goes against my values. So Mm -hmm. if his values are such that it's a celebration of the devil, then you really have to be, the question is, are our values aligned? Do you want to honor that for him if it's that important to him? Are there other ways that you can have your child dress up and get candy that are not on that day where you can make it up to them and do something extra special and different to kind of compromise? That's what I think. Waiting until the veil's a little thicker. (laughs) Yeah. But like, I kind of respect the fact that he's like, that doesn't fit culturally for me. Well, I think you're allowed to have with that. It. Like, yeah. I mean, I know. Yeah. you have to respect if they're just like, this is my one non-negotiable. You have to. Yeah, and I think it depends on like, is this a super religious man in relationship or is it just that he thinks Halloween's wrong and then. Right. I've questioned that it's quite bizarre 
especially when you go out there and you see all these like dark costumes and like I'm walking Scary. down the street and there's like Jason and I ha- it's my favorite holiday though. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's my favorite. I mean, I love Halloween because Briar's a Halloween baby. Her birthday is two days before Halloween or yeah, 29th. Um, so I love the it's time. It's two days before. It's you two days. It. Yeah, you got it. I know, but it just seems like last it's like her birthday and then one day and then Halloween, but it's two days. <laughs> you just get what I'm thinking? Yeah, okay. it's like probably what, 36 hours away. <laughs> Anyways, I love Halloween. But yeah, I think about like going to like Halloween Horror Nights. They're not scary far- and where they're literally you're uh-uh. walking through like the scariest mazes and these horrific monsters are jumping. But I love it. I don't. I and I like it. scary things. I like jump that- scares like that. I think it's fun. It's like funny. when they chase you, it's yeah. so scary. Well, it's so I, scary. I also don't think you're going to like bring your six-year-old to no. that. No. But like. Mine would like it. But. Yeah. but like <laughs> when they're older. Or bring your four-year-old yeah, on like the be scariest like, rides. He, <laughs> we did it again. <laughs> we did it again. And we're probably going to do it again on Friday. What was the ne- What was the one that you did recently again? I forget. It was at Universal Studios. It was something. Yeah, it was something. Was it Jurassic World or I don't know? Guardians Maybe it was of the Jurassic. Galaxy? You didn't take. No, we did Guardians of the Galaxy. That mm-hmm. was the first one. But yeah, you did something scary, and he was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, he's like, "Stop, <laughs> stop doing this." Like to this, me. stop, stop, stop. <laughs> was it Harry Potter? He, I, he did Harry Potter. I think he was fine. I think it was like a roller coaster. It was like Jurassic, like where you're like going and dropping and Jurassic Park. You drop. I think it was Jurassic Park. <laughs> He has no say in the matter. <laughs> He's just like, just, come on. You got to stop the shit, mom. <laughs> Poor yeah. shepherd. Oh, oh my God. Time. That's really funny. Oh, gosh. Guys. Oh. Do you want another question? What's your favorite? Yeah, one other question. I was just going to say, what's your favorite Halloween costume you've ever Do you remember? Worn? Olivia and I were such assholes. Uh, believe it. Like when we were like 20. Yeah. We wouldn't let anybody else dress up what we were dressing up as. Like, everyone was going to be baseball players, but, like, you know the phase when you were like, um, be like a sexy baseball player. We were. Yeah, I loved that phase. Oh, my God. We were young <laughs> and whatever. And her and I were like, no, only Olivia and I get to be Yankees. And everyone else had to pick something else and everybody wanted to be a Yankee. Yeah, and we were like, no. No one. We're the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. I probably have that picture somewhere. We do. Yeah, I, I think, think we've posted it. it. Oh. I think well, we've posted old news. it. I'm surprised you remember that. I do because there's a picture of it. Yeah. Photographic memory. Well, or that's all you're remembering is the photo. Yeah. No, she remembers no, the we time were at a party. Too. We were at a party. Sorry. Okay, we, anyways, we can. Me, 26 male, ex, 25 female, locked me out of my bedroom, so I broke up with her. Hmm. Now everyone says I'm overreacting. Help. Wait, locked? So, well, I'm going to read. Okay. That's just the headline. Oh, got it. Uh, so me and my ex dated about a year and a half now. Things were pretty easy going up until now. I really needed a little bit of help to see if I'm being unreasonable. My ex-girlfriend and I got into a mild argument, basically surrounding our Halloween plans. She wanted to go out and I did not. I told her that she is more than welcome to go out, but going out into that many people would only stress me out. I have agoraphobia. Oh. Oh. So I'll be watching horror movies on the couch that night. She got pissed at me for not letting her have input in what to do for Halloween, mm. which I would understand if we were spending it together, but we don't have but we don't have to anyway, so what's the issue? After that, she kept trying to get me to agree to go out, but I refuse. 
Uh, finally, she screams at me that I'm on the couch tonight and slams my bedroom door behind her. Wouldn't let me in my own bedroom all night. My girlfriend does not live here. She spends the night, but she has her own space. I would consider doing what she did, just not out of the question, but deeply disrespectful and toxic. So in the morning, I sat her down and explained that while the Halloween issue was blown out of hand, I was going to be ending the relationship because I did not feel respected anymore. No. She was Boundaries. nearly hysterical, Dang. asking if I was serious at that it wasn't a big deal and all kinds of other stuff. Um, I wasn't expecting that my other friends were agreeing with her and saying that the girl dumping on the couch is just part of having a girlfriend. So I'm just oh. overreacting. My family is on my side. My dad even laughed when I told him the story. But basically, other than my dad, my brothers and my stepmom, everyone thinks it was too much. So I guess I'm asking for help recognizing if I did overreact. I do know I tend to get a little harsh when it comes to things I view as disrespectful, so I'm open to hearing other opinions. <laughs> go ahead. Here I up. mean, <laughs> no, you go first. I think that she wanted to go out and wear something sexy. That's what she wanted to do. And she wanted her man with her. And I remember that feeling of like you want your guy to like dress up with you and like be part of it because there's so much anticipation about that night. Got it. You're disappointed. Bummer. Her locking him out of the bedroom I think could have been forgivable if when he talked to her about it that she owned the fact that that was inappropriate of her to do instead of – um diminishing it and making it seem like it's nothing because yeah. then that's basically saying like, I'm going to keep doing toxic behavior. Right. That's my I, thought. And he also though went, he went from zero to 10 pretty immediately by breaking up with her rather than. It was a little extreme. Yeah. yeah I think there had to be something else behind it. You do. Yeah. If you, if you flip that quick, you want to look at that. Yeah. Or if you have other resentments that you're carrying and you let that be the thing that, Drives the, the wedge. Nail yeah. in the coffin. Yeah. Pun intended. Mm. Your thoughts? Yeah, same. I knew she was going to say it very same. eloquently. Same. 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 Same's what yeah. she said. All right, well, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> no, I mean, it was extreme, but obviously, I think there was something else going on. Like, yeah. I, yeah. You know. Have you ever made a partner sleep on the couch? Or slept on in a different space? I'm sure. But like when I was young. Like a high school relationship, I feel like, probably. I also have no memory, so. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, for sure. Recently? Mm, made? No. But like, has Jeff gotten mad or I got mad and gone and slept in a different room? Yeah. Right. You guys also like sleep in different rooms. Do often. you do yeah. that? Mm, no. You guys haven't gotten mad and slept in a different room or she hasn't put you on the couch? No. Do you guys fight? Yeah, do you fight? Yeah. But like fight, fight, or just kind of like bicker? We don't like yell at each other. Right. Um, but it would get annoyed at one another. Hmm. Do you go by the philosophy of you shouldn't go to sleep mad, like never go to sleep mad? I don't really care. Do you? Because that's a thing a lot of people stick to is like just don't go to sleep mad. I've definitely mad. gone to sleep mad. Same. Yeah. I think that that's fine. an unrealistic I do ask. too. Like it's a good yeah. one and I believe it should be that way. But yeah. many times I've gone to sleep mad. Here's what I've learned about it is that I used to go by that and be like, we can't go to sleep mad. 
But then I've realized- You were really mad. Through therapy, no, I'm never the mad one. (laughs) Usually I'm not. Right. You know, so what I've learned is I want to push my agenda before he's ready. And I want to go in the cave Mm. and poke the bear. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he may need that time to just be left alone. Mm -hmm. And I used to make it worse by being like, we can't go to sleep mad. We have to deal with this this moment. Yeah, but he needs a half hour to cool down. Yeah. Sometimes he needs to just go to sleep. Yeah. So fuck that. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. But I also can like be mad, whatever, but I also can get to a place no matter what the fight where I'm like, I'm just going to go to sleep, like and not be bothered. Does that make sense? I can fully detach. <laughs> She's like, I have, I'm disassociative. Uh. <laughs> I'm just like, can I can detach. Yeah, I can detach. I, I'm sure it depends on what it is, but yeah. I can detach pretty easily. To a fault. That's we tell her yeah, cut seems unlikely. Wilson. I don't know. It's healthy, guys. It's healthy, I promise. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you. Detached. Like I detached from this you conversation. You can just go to sleep. <laughs> See, I can't. I'm like, I got to fix this. I if think this if I'm in a fight, fixed. I can detach and go to sleep because I can get myself to like not want to deal with it mm-hmm. and just like tune it out because I don't want to deal. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, don't, you don't have deep-rooted abandonment issues that if you don't fix it, your life is going to blow up. <laughs> I don't have either. those. I, just, yeah. just I have those. I can just fully detach. <laughs> I abandon turn myself. Off my emotions. And do you ever feel that? Like, do you ever get scared? Like, if I push it too far, like, Natalie would leave me? Or, or do you have full trust in your relationship? I have pretty full trust. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Do you think she does in you? Yeah, I think so. You guys are solid. That's cozy. (laughs) Sounds so safe. That's cozy. So cozy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think I have that. I think Jeff's someone that, like, you could push him. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Rachel's I also like, that's why I try and make sure you don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm always on Jeff's side. Like, yeah. No. She's always like, oh, we'll just go get him a sandwich. Yeah. I'm like, I just told you what he said. She's like, just go, go feed him. Just go, go, go get him a pair of cozy socks. Oh, God. Well, guys. You, you can do the honors now. Yeah. Take us out. Thank you. Thanks for everything. Happy Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. I hope everyone has a happy, safe Halloween. Yeah, make sure you check all of your candy. I can check your candy. Hey. <laughs> Guys, you're making me feel bad. Oh. We're only telling you. We're not shaming yeah, you. Yeah, we're not trying to shame. That's a little shaming. No. No. We, we want- you're doing it now. <laughs> I- she said, no, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want you to waste fear on it. Yeah. Okay. Is, yeah. Is my intention That's a much more nurturing <laughs> approach than... <laughs> no. No. No, I'm not fucking shaming you. <laughs> no. Fucking no. Yeah. No, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Check your candy. <laughs>